0: Hello everybody. Brad here back with another bonus episode for you guys this week. And uh man, has it been pretty crazy during our hiatus. Um I planned on releasing no episodes, but I think we've we've gotten up to 4 now. And today we're going to be talking all about the big 3 and their return. You got Laura Dern, Sam Neill and Jeff Goldblum returning for Jurassic World 3. Starring alongside the new cast. This is going to be incredible. So I went over to YouTube to do a Let's Talk Jurassic live stream. As I've been doing a lot recently. And I try to do those each and every Wednesday night. So if you already watched that. Uh, You can skip over this episode. This is basically just going to be me re-airing what you heard over on YouTube. Um, I may do this a bit in the future, but uh, from time to time, you'll hear me record actual bonus episodes, kind of like this intro like I'm doing now. But, um, yeah, I'm kind of trying to save some time. So I'm re-airing the Let's Talk Jurassic live stream for you guys. So, again, if it sounds like it's from YouTube, it is. I tried to interact with the audience over there. There's some clicking. There's some dead air. um, There's some videos and stuff being played. So just bear with us. You got some callers. So we have some great callers talking all about the Collider experience, uh, witnessing Jurassic World and Battle at Big Rock live in person, as well as the Q&A and the reveal of Laura Dern coming down to the stage so some really really great stuff in our calls today so please stay tuned for that i talk all about the the reveal itself what we can expect Uh, i talk about the press release and we get to some little questions at the end so thank you guys so much for listening to this episode and i hope you guys enjoy it And welcome back to another Let's Talk Jurassic. I am your host, Brad Jost. And today we have some some fun stuff to talk about. I mean, I was wondering, uh, you know, when this live stream was coming up, I'm like, what are we going to talk about? Do we have anything that's newsworthy? We've been discussing all the biggest things, uh, you know, for the past few weeks. And, you know, this week maybe it's going to be a a little relaxed in our discussion. But uh, no, no. Universal, Colin Trevorrow, and the crew threw us for a loop and decided we're going to be talking all about the return of the big three. You know Laura Dern. Oh, where is she? She's over there. You got uh, Jeff Goldblum and Sam Neill. Oh, my hand disappeared. <laughs> but yeah, so this is our Let's Talk Jurassic here on YouTube. If you're listening to this on our podcast feed, uh, bear with us. This is a YouTube live stream. If you want to tune in, we try to do these every week uh, Wednesday nights around nine thirty ish. But tonight's a little bit delayed. But uh It's all good. It's all good. We're going to be talking all about this big news. Um, Yeah, it's been exciting. It's been really exciting. So I know, uh, you know, uh, I don't remember how long ago, maybe... A week or two, uh Collider uh, you know, reached out online and said, Hey, uh, we're gonna do a screening at the Arclight, uh cinemas. And we're gonna we're gonna do a a QA. Uh we're gonna try to get Colin Trevorrow, uh Amy Doherty, who who did the music for Battle at Big Rock, and then also Emily Carmichael, who co-wrote Battle at Big Rock and is doing Jurassic World 3 as well with Colin. Um you know, they said, ah, oh, they're they're gonna do a whole panel, a and A. We're gonna watch Jurassic World, and then we're gonna, you know, we're gonna see Battle at Big Rock as well. That was it, pretty pretty simple. Um, and you know, people showed up. Obviously, people wanted to go. People won tickets to go. Um, not expecting anything like this. Um, I think that's good enough. You know, when they when when you see that bill and you're like, okay, I'm showing up for Colin. For Amy, for Emily, uh, for Collider, and to see the movie. And, of course, Battle at Big Rock. Like, that's kind of, like, underscoring this whole story. People got to see Battle at Big Rock on a big screen, uh, which is awesome. That is so, so cool. Now, of course, like everything else, it's a little bit of a, like... Last second thing, you know, you had very short amount of time to get out there or to win these tickets and figure out your trips, but people did it, thankfully, and it turned out to be an amazing event. And on top of all those amazing things that I already mentioned, you had uh Laura Dern showing up and the announcement of the big three. So that was that was really cool. That was really, really cool. Some some interesting moments, some other news revealed. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll get into it all, but first, why don't we go ahead and, um, you know, I'm going to take a look here at the press release from Amblin. Uh, so let me see here. Let me just bring it up here on my screen for you guys. Uh, that would be, all right, transitioning that over for you guys. So there you go. Neil, Dern, and Goldblum return for Jurassic World 3. This is from Amblin.com. And it says When the whole world's gone prehistoric, you call in the experts, Jurassic Park star Sam Neill. Laura Dern and Jeff Goldblum are all set to reprise their legendary roles as Dr. Alan Grant, Dr. Ellie Sattler, and Dr. Ian Malcolm, respectively in the third chapter in Universal Pictures and Amblin Entertainment's Jurassic World saga. Neil Dern Goldblum will be joining Jurassic World stars Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard for Jurassic World 3. Colin Trevorrow is returning to direct. Steven Spielberg and Trevorrow return to executive produce. The next chapter in one of the biggest franchises in the history of cinema. Producers Frank Marshall and Pat Crowley once again partner with Spielberg and Trevorrow for this installment. (gasps) Joining the Jurassic team is Emily Carmichael from Pacific Rim Uprising and The Black Hole, who has co-written the Jurassic World 3 screenplay with Trevorrow. They worked from a story by Derek Connolly and Trevorrow, who together co-wrote Jurassic World and Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Uh, do we need to read all this? No, I think. Oh, yeah, I guess I should. Uh, Trevorrow directed 2015's Jurassic World, which went to gross 1.67 billion worldwide and is the sixth biggest or sixth highest grossing film in cinema history. Uh, Trevorrow will also continue to consult with Spielberg and Marshall on the management of the growing Jurassic brand, including video games, toys, novels animated lego shorts and theme parks the jurassic franchise which celebrated its 25th anniversary last year has grossed more than 5 billion collectively at the worldwide box office jurassic world 3 will cause a global impact tremor in theaters on june 11th 2021 so it seems like a pretty straightforward uh press release here right um But I want to take a a little bit closer look. There's been some people pointing out things. Um, Interestingly, this first line here, when the world, sorry, when the whole world's gone prehistoric, you call in the experts. So does that give us a little bit of a clue as to what is going on here? Maybe. I think it might. Um, At this standpoint, right now, after Battle at Big Rock, which is the... Farthest thing that we have in canon so far. Um, it doesn't really add too, too much to the canon, I would say, you know, outside of uh, spoilers for that. If you haven't seen it, go away now if you haven't. If you if you haven't seen it, it's eight minutes. Just go watch it real quick on YouTube. Um, so, you know, they introduced the fact that, you know, the first uh, dinosaur potentially born in the U.S., uh, the baby Nesutoceratops. So there's there's that we have to deal with in the U S and, um, when the whole world's gone prehistoric. So this is like bigger than the U S. Um, and we've got some inside, um, some, in- I don't know. I don't want to spoil it. Um, <laughs> I know that's leaving you on a, on a thread there, but, uh, there's, there's some good stuff coming up here soon that expands the world in, in ways that, uh, I think you guys are going to like, um, but uh, the whole world's gone prehistoric. So not just California, uh, where the dinosaurs got out. So that's, that's all we know is a handful of dinosaurs. I don't know. You know, we always debate whether it's like 20 to 50 to 70. I know a lot of people are sticking in that 60 to 70 range. Um, it's still, it's a, it's, a, it's a lot of dinosaurs for sure. But is it, I guess it's enough to go prehistoric. So uh, interesting. Uh, so the whole world's gone prehistoric. So does this really mean that the whole world is just back in the prehistoric days? Um, is is this a, a Planet of the Apes, Planet of the Apes type situation? Um, I haven't necessarily thought they would go that route because the Planet of the Apes is still new and fresh, and now Disney is talking about revitalizing that franchise, still continuing on those threads. Because they bought, I think it was a Fox property, if I, if I remember correctly. Um, so, yeah, they're continuing on with that. Um, but it seems like maybe this is the same or a similar type route. If the whole world's gone prehistoric, you would call in those experts. Um, I've talked about this a bit before because this is not necessarily surprising news. Uh, the fact that these three are, are returning, we've pretty much known for quite a while now. Uh, that these three would be returning. We we knew. I'm pretty sure we already knew about Goldblum, um, and Laura Dern. You know that's been like one of those things that's just like uh, through different cast members talking and and you know being very coy or not very coy. Um, so that's been interesting to watch. You you knew about her. Sam Neill has kind of been the the more interesting one because he, there's been a lot of speculation and he said some things here and there and been very coy. So with him, you didn't, you never know how to read him, but uh, you could pretty much guess that he's going to be back, and officially they all, all three are. So we've been talking about this for a while as to what's happening, what, what to expect, where to go from here. And uh, I, I was one that was, I know, it's tough. I, I was one that was calling out Ellie. Um, I don't like to do that. I really don't like to do that. But um, she's had one experience with this. With the dinosaurs and any of these, to be honest, I I just thought thought like, you know, if you're going to call in the experts, are you calling Ellie over somebody like um, Sarah Harding? I know she has her faults as well, some pretty big ones, but I feel like I would call maybe her over Ellie just for her experience with tracking and trapping dinosaurs and documenting and stuff like that. So, Ellie is an interesting one to see here. Trust me, I am happy. I am beyond thrilled. Um, But just, like, in my mind, I'm, like, thinking, like, theoretically, like, who's the best choice here? Um, And honestly, like, after 25, you know, however many years since they've all had certain interactions, 20 to 25 years or whatever, are they the best? Are they the experts? They've, They've gone through it. One one to two times each. <laughs> so are they really the best people to call? Um, I don't know. I feel like, you know, you had those ACU troopers who, sure, they got wiped out pretty quickly in many a situation on Isla uh, Nublar during Jurassic World. But you did have, like, oh, no, I guess those, the InGen crew, uh, they were not very good either. Um And the the people that were, like, uh, occupying Lockwood's estate were not very good either. Uh, The the, the dudes with big muscles and guns and whatnot. So who really is an expert in this day and age? I don't know. But I I feel like, honestly, like a guy like Owen, I know a lot of people don't like to hear that. But, like, Owen and, and maybe Claire. But Owen definitely is probably your best expert at this point. Somebody who works day in and day out. I would also put, uh, you know, Dr. Kate Walker from Jurassic World Live Tour in that mix. Um, I know she she might not come into play in too big of a capacity in the films or anything like that ever. But it would be wonderful to see that happen. So I would I would call her over anybody else, too. So it's interesting to see who the experts are in this day and age. And, you know, 20-something years later, Dr. Alan Grant, Dr. Ellie Sattler, and Dr. Ian Malcolm are still the experts and that just makes me wonder how do you bring them back and 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 what capacity how do you do it in a in a way that's not corny or just like contrived i don't know they did it they did it pretty well with dr ian malcolm i i have no issues with that i thought that was spot on i thought that was pretty great it really reflected the ian from the novels and and from the other films i uh, you know sure he was a little changed but who wouldn't be after that much time so I think he was done really well, but very short, of course. But um, we know that they're going to be major roles. I don't know if that said that here in this uh, press release. I don't think so. But Colin did specifically mention that the three of them are going to have major roles. He even said Dr. Ellie Sattler is is in the whole movie, or Laura Durden is in the whole movie. That's awesome. That is really cool. On one hand, I'm like, I feel bad for the new cast getting overshadowed. Um, I wonder how this is all going to combine is it gonna feel too much? I don't think so. I think in this day and age, everybody is learning from the Russo brothers and what they've done with Civil War and the Avengers, the you know, Infinity War and Endgame. Like, it's incredible the ensemble that they've worked with, and even Universal has a good hand with the uh, Fast and Furious franchise. They kind of did the Avengers before the Avengers. <laughs> I know it sounds stupid but it's it's accurate. You know, they got their entire crew from several movies all together and it was their best movie. So it's possible here that this could be the same thing. Um so I don't know. I just have I really have no clue how they'll introduce them without it feeling contrived. It's like how do we drag these three people back into the mix yet again? Um do we throw money at Alan Grant? Is that enough? <laughs> Maybe. Um, do you have to hold something over Ellie Sattler uh, whether it's her kids or her husband or uh, or is it her knowledge that brings her in uh, because I, I don't know I don't know what, what her career path is after being a paleobotanist did she give things up is she different now uh, I'd be interested to see how she helps in this situation even somebody like Dr. Ian Malcolm he seemed like a very laid back relaxed more of a I don't know, more official, more business-like than, than the kind of adventurer that he was in the lost world. And he was like a strapping like adventure hero in that movie. It was great. I I loved him in that movie. I know a lot of people didn't buy him in that adventure type role, but I did. I don't think we'll get him in that kind of role here, but, um, a lot of people have been speculating. Maybe he'll be a, a villain. Will he be a villain in this, in this, uh, movie? I, I don't know about that. I, I could see it happening, for sure. Not necessarily an evil villain, but just somebody who the team disagrees with, you know, who maybe comes around in the end. Uh, I could definitely see that, but um, I don't know. I have no idea. How do you bring these three back into the mix without it feeling contrived or weird or forced? Consultants, you know, I guess. Consultants that get thrown into the mix and, and have to deal with things... At on their their home turf or something like that, or are they split apart or are they all together? I think if Colin, who was invested in the uh, Star Wars franchise for quite a bit of time before leaving uh, uh, Episode Nine, I think if he learned anything from that time period and the backlash and the conversation surrounding those movies, it's that you need to get the three together. You know, they didn't necessarily do that with um, Luke, Han, and Leia maybe there's still a chance with the next movie but they didn't do that and people were disappointed if they don't do that here and maybe this is their only chance to do it you have to do it i think he would he would know you know to do that to not have you know grant out in the desert digging up bones and a dinosaur comes across him or have ellie you know with with her family and charlie and and whoever else or or at a lab or something like that and then have Dr. Ian Malcolm at a Senate hearing or something. Like, I just don't see it. I don't see it. I would love to see Ian Malcolm with his family. Like, could we potentially see Kelly Malcolm or Sarah Harding? I think you got to throw everything at the wall at this point. I want to see Charlie Degler and whatever the baby's name was and, and Mark. I want to see Mark. I want to see Mark. I, I'll say it. Um, I am one that is not supporting the divorce of those characters for Alan and Ellie to get back together in some way. I don't want that. I don't. I don't want that. But this is Jurassic, and Jurassic is very keen on family issues. Literally every single movie has family issues. They talk about, um, you know, Hammond's daughter getting a divorce, and obviously there's some weird stuff going on with 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 Grant and Ellie you have um, Ian Malcolm in the lost world and his multitude of ex-wives and kids all over the place and family issues there and then you have obviously the big family issues in uh, Jurassic Park 3 with the Kirbys and and uh Ben Hildebrand going out there and and you know sacrificing himself on the hang glider and then you got uh, Jurassic world the, the the what is there the Mitchells getting uh, some sort of separation going on potentially and maybe coming back together in the end. And then Fallen Kingdom, what do we have there? Do we have any kind of... Uh... Oh, well, I guess, yeah, we we definitely got some family issues with with Lockwood and the uh, Maisie plotline. I think that's a big family issue and a family drama and a something centered around relationships and stuff like that. And how does one fit in the world being a clone? So, oh, and even uh, Battle at Big Rock, you have uh, a new, newly formed family that's, that comes from, obviously it looks like they're coming from two different families merging together. They have a kid together and they have two different uh, a son and a daughter from, it looks like separate families and they're coming together. So it's like, it's all about family dramas and how will the family drama play into this movie? I really hope it doesn't center around Alan and Ellie getting back together and and stuff like that. I I mean, you can continue the thread of the family of, you know, Owen and Claire and Maisie. I think that's a good drama. But um, will it be bad? Because they're usually not very good dramas. But Battle at Big Rock is kind of the one to, to stray away from things not being so good. And they went in a, in a good direction with family drama that's been healed in a way. So I think that's pretty interesting. Um, maybe we're going that direction. So that's all I got for now. I don't know about, you know, what they're going to be doing. But um, I wanted to cover some other thing here and other things here. Um, let's see here. So... They specifically mentioned that here that Spielberg and Trevorrow returned to executive executive produce the next chapter in one of the biggest franchises in the history of cinema. Now, the next chapter, they didn't come out hot like Star Wars did and say the final in the Skywalker saga. They didn't say that. They said the next chapter. Is there more? Are we getting more? I'm feeling very, very hopeful right now. I'm feeling very hopeful that uh, more is on the way. And I think if anything, Battle at Big Rock has shown us that there's uh, plenty of avenues to go down, whether it's short films, whether it's full films, whether it has nothing to do with original cast members or sequel cast members. If it's a story just about a family getting together and you know struggling to survive and stay a family, that's good enough for me. And I think, uh, I think we're in for a lot more. If they're saying this is the next chapter, I think that's a hint. I think that's a hint right there. Um, And I also did want to point out, I know my my buddy Tom Fishenden pointed out, that uh, Trevorrow will uh, also continue to consult with Spielberg and Marshall on the management of the growing Jurassic brand, including video games, toys, novels, and uh, animated Lego shorts and theme parks. So there's a few things there. So, of course... It's kind of a given to get more video games, um, in the future with Jurassic World Three. Maybe it's an expansion upon. Maybe it's a, a sequel to Jurassic World Evolution. That's what I would guess. Maybe there's more. Maybe there's more. Um, toys. Of course, we're gonna see new toys, and I hope Colin's sitting there, and saying, you know, we need new toys with the new new outfits uh, for Alan, Ellie, and and Ian Malcolm. Um, it's a shame that right now the toys are kind of, uh, at least the human toys are falling by the wayside and we're not really getting that three and three quarter inch scale at this moment. We, we know Franklin is out in the wind somewhere. Who knows if that's ever going to show up on the shelves. Hopefully, hopefully this fall. Um, and novels, which is a great, great addition to this summary here. Novels. We've only gotten one, uh, as far as canon novels and new stories. Uh, we got the evolution of Claire which I thought was a a pretty good novel. It was certainly aimed to a a certain demographic, of course, but I think there was some really, really good stuff in there, some great canon material, and uh, I would love to see where we go from here. Now, the the discussion around these three characters is enough to populate uh, years' worth of novels, you know? I really don't think they should hesitate if they throw Sam Neill on the cover of a book and it says Dr. Alan Grant, The Evolution of Dr. Alan Grant, Alan Grant, people would buy it. It's easy money, guys. The Evolution of Dr. Ellie Sattler. Easy money. The Evolution of Dr. Ian Malcolm. Easy money. Easy money, guys. So, don't hesitate. Get some people to write this stuff Concurrently, altogether, don't wait years in between. Uh, you know, the evolution of Claire came out. You know, uh, right around the time uh, of *Falling Kingdom*. Exact date is kind of escaping me, but I think it was like literally like a day or, or so before, or a week or right around there. Um, and there has been no news on follow-up yet. They could have easily done. The evolution of Owen, if they want to continue with that thread, you know, telling a backstory about these characters. Um, And I would love stories from Jurassic Park three onward, you know, tell stories as to how Sam, Sam Neil, how uh, whatever his name is. Dr. Grant dealt with the trauma of Sorna, you know, how did he come back from that? Where is he now? How is his dig site going? How is, how is his life? How is his relationships going? Lead us in to uh, this next movie. Give us a, a trilogy. We would We would read it. And the same for the rest, I would love to see what 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 they're all doing, you know? And I think there could be some great crossover as well. you know, having, having some conversation between Alan and Ellie after the, the traumatic incident on, on Sorna, you know, just having them conversate about what happened there and Ellie saving the day. I think that would be beautiful. So novels could be a really good thing. Hopefully. I don't really know how, how well that one did for them. Um, I don't have like any figures or numbers or anything, how, how the evolution of Claire did for them, but it was, it was really good. And I think, I think it probably did decently for them. So I would love to see more. We have animated Lego shorts as well. Um, it's interesting that they call it animated Lego shorts um, because like, we're, we're, we're beyond that. We've got animated Lego TV series. And also no mention about um, um, Netflix animated series. So I know, I know he's consulting on this. I think he even consulted that day uh of this thing. I think he was consulting. I think he like left that to go to the screening or something like that. So he's doing a lot of consulting. He is the Steven Spielberg of this age, and uh at least for Jurassic. Um, and you know, containing the canon, trying to make everything as best as possible. I also do love the inclusion here of theme parks. So theme parks, we know that uh, you know, Jurassic World The Ride opened up. There's still gonna be some changes coming to that, hopefully sometime soon. Um, we got uh, a, a, an Owen Velociraptor coaster thingy coming to Universal Orlando sometime in the next two years or so, um, We uh, probably a year and a half, probably concurrent with uh, Jurassic World 3, and then we also have some stuff coming to Universal Studios Beijing, which is a new park being built currently. There's going to be a whole Jurassic section, so some good consulting going on there. I'm excited by that. Um, But yeah, I think that was about it from the press release. I know I've been completely ignoring you guys in the chat, and I'm very sorry about that. So let me um, try to head back over there if I can uh, figure out where I am. So (laughs) let me put this back over here and transition back over there so you're not glitching all over the place. All right, so Mara Mars says, Great times. To be alive for Jurassic Park fans. Totally agree. Great times. Um, Benny T says for Jurassic World 3, we definitely need Alan and Owen to have an argument about the training of Raptors. I I am down for that. I think I think like that is one of the most interesting parts of this whole thing is the the dynamic between Alan and Owen. Alan is somebody that fears and and kind of hates these creatures. it seems like you know he kind of found that respect again in, in Jurassic Park Three, but I wonder how much of that disappeared throughout the the you know finale of that movie and he he kind of he was still afraid in the end, but he lost a little bit of sense of fear when he decided to pick up the resonating chamber and kind of fight back with that um, so i would I would be interested to hear that conversation because he knows you can communicate with them he He's not stupid, he knows you can communicate. And maybe, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they wouldn't be so far apart as, as much as we would think. So, yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, crystal gem gaming says, as Ian Malcolm once said, life finds a way. So I think the next movie will be the new characters meeting the old characters, trying to stop the dinos from destroying earth or something. I agree with that. <laughs> I think that's probably pretty spot on. Um, just how? How? Like how? How involved are they outside of consulting? Like I can't really, I can't really see them on the ground running and, and being in an operation. I like I said, I feel like there's more capable people, military, anybody uh, that can that can handle something like this. Um, I saw Taylor is in there. Taylor, what's up? Um, speaking of Taylor, we have. Uh, a bunch of voicemails from people. I'm going to be playing those voicemails in a little bit. Um, all about their experience at the Collider panel and and screening and and the news reveal. Sorry, I'm swiping away some dust. Um, but yeah, so so stay tuned for more voicemails and stuff like that. Um, let's see here. But yeah, I um I I want to get into that stuff. Let's see what else do we have here to discuss. Um, oh oh yeah so screen there for you guys transitioning back over so um what i wanted to discuss here was some information from the uh experience itself from that dinosaur guy um now he's saying here uh other news from the big rock screening that's yet to be discussed why is this there okay um because of the big news he says here colin and and company have considered a Jurassic world anthology series focused around self-contained stories within the larger universe, but nothing has been greenlit or fully talked out. So there we go. That's exactly what I was talking about before. Um, A Jurassic world anthology series, just like new stories each time. I think that is perfect. We don't need like the, the, the full like interconnected storyline that Star Wars and Marvel do. We don't need that. The, the first three movies were barely connected. You know, there, there were new stories each time with some returning cast members. We don't even need returning cast members. Just new new cast members is perfectly fine with me. Um, also here, T-Rex confirmed to make a return, implied to be Rexy but not confirmed. I think it's, it's a given, right? T-Rex confirmed, that's got to be Rexy. Um, It would be interesting, though, to see another one. Uh, We got 2-to-1 aspect ratio, same as Jurassic World and Fallen Kingdom confirmed for Jurassic World 3. Um, Okay, Uh, We have more shorts and smaller Jurassic content is ready, uh, already being planned. Uh, Small snippets similar to Battle at Big Rock, end credits already in production. So, this is something I've been interested in, is uh, these end credits that were at Battle at Big Rock, they're already in, in production, so I think we're going to be seeing these um, here online. I think we'll be seeing those online in a big capacity leading up to Jurassic World three. That's what it's all going to be about is is weaving in these these little stories to make us believe that the world is is much more prehistoric than we expect. So that's where I think they're going to go with that. Um, Colin, also another thread here. It says Colin said that Jurassic World three will deeply explore this new world and how it's been changed by the everyday presence of these animals. Uh, yeah, I think that's that's awesome to see how the the um like the atmosphere, how how the ecosystems are going to be different when dinosaurs are involved. Things change, diseases. Um, you know, maybe you're losing predators, maybe you're losing prey, um, that changes things drastically. Um, I'm interested to see what happens, um, and how everyday life is different, uh, with maybe it's just, maybe it comes down to people just being more careful. Maybe there's no more hiking. (laughs) It seems like camping is okay, but, um, who knows? It's maybe just don't wander out anymore. Um, and lastly here, I believe, uh, it says it was confirmed that Colin and Emily did have ideas of what happened up north, but are leaving it ambiguous ambiguous, and up to the imagination purposefully. So if you don't know what that's about, um, in Battle at Big Rocks, I think the wife uh, in, that, in that short said something like, you heard what happened up north, right? Um, so yeah, I mean, up north or in California, about 20 miles, I, b- I believe, away from the Lockwood Estate, um, which is about an hour. Um, so what happened up north? I don't know. But uh probably involved some dinosaurs. (laughs) So I think that's some good stuff, some really good stuff. Um we I haven't gotten to like listen through or or I I don't know if there's a full audio track of somebody recording that whole panel or whatnot, but I, I have not gotten to hear anything yet. So that's pretty interesting. So there's some more information for you guys. Um, Also, I did want to cover this. Um, So I did uh, reach out via Twitter and ask which one of the big three are you the most excited for in Jurassic World 3? Um, And overwhelmingly, you guys voted for Sam Neill 66% to 18% for Laura Dern and 16% for Jeff Goldblum. It didn't really reach a ton of people, but uh, it's still... That's a lot of votes for for Sam Neill. So I... um, I'm really interested to see what he does and I I can fall in line with that. I am also very excited for Laura Dern, uh, just to see how she falls into this whole thing. And, uh, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. I, I might be least interested to find out what he's doing, even though he's, he always has like the best performances. So, um, yeah, but, uh, oops, there we go. Leaving that. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the, uh, the poll there. Um, but in the meantime, I want to go back here and real quick before we go anywhere else, before we get to the calls and the panel and everything like that, I just wanted to discuss um, some stuff real quick with you guys, um, some some advertisement type stuff. We have Jurassic World Live Tour, uh, which is hitting the market um, now, like this week, this weekend, September 26th to the 29th. At the Schottenstein Center, which is in Columbus, Ohio. Um, It's happening, guys. So today, as of this recording, is the 25th. Tomorrow, it's debuting the first actual live showing of Jurassic World live tour. I am so incredibly hyped for you guys to see this thing. It is incredible. And I've talked about it plenty um, I won't go too deep into it this time, but you guys know how amped up I am for this thing. I, uh, I've been watching a lot of my videos and uh, behind-the-scenes stuff and just like fawning over it. It's so, so good. Um, so if you were in the Ohio area, make sure to go check that out. Um, you don't really want to miss that. Um, I'm going to bring up um... – oh, yeah, that's what I was going to do. Um... Yeah, let me bring up that too. I want to bring up their other dates. But, yeah, Ohio is the is the first stop, and I know that they are super hyped to debut this. They've been going crazy. They did the whole media day, and we had an amazing time. I've got a vlog coming out. I'm trying to figure out my scheduling on that. It might be tomorrow. It might be in a few days. Not too sure on that, but um, my vlog covers our entire trip down there. Uh, our experience. It has some clips and stuff from the show. And like I said, guys, there's going to be some Canon material here. So do not miss this. Um, if you live within a few hours of any of these stops, don't miss it. Please don't miss it because it's worthwhile. It's worthwhile. So I want to bring up here just, uh, to see, uh, this theater showing here. So you got, uh, The Schottenstein Center, September 26th to the 29th. So you can see there that um, if I'm facing the right way, am I? Nope. Uh, Yeah, I'll go over here. Um, So you can see that uh, September 26th, they have one showing, 7 p.m., so that's opening night. You have uh, 27th, also one showing, 7 p.m. But uh, over the weekend, Saturday and Sunday, you have multiple showings. So Saturday, 11 11 a.m., 3 p.m., 7 p.m., 1 p.m., 5 p.m., Uh, on Saturday and Sunday, so this is great. This is great. There's a lot of opportunity to see this, so please, please, please do not miss this. Take this thing seriously, guys. It says here, doors open one hour before each performance. Show is just under two hours, short intermission. Um, Reminder, ages two and over must have a ticket. Under two, may sit with a parent or guardian on a lap. I myself was questioning whether I should bring my two-year-old I think he might be into it, to be honest. There is a bit of, um, you know, conversational moments and stuff like that that maybe it might be hard to keep his attention. But there's dinosaurs. There's action. There's explosions. <laughs> there's, there's vehicles. There's motorcycles. There's animatronics. There's flamethrowers. There's everything. There is everything. Um, so, yeah. And, and they do have a quiet room available. So you can ask for uh, a guest attendant. That's great. Um, but, yeah stuff does feature life-size dinosaurs. Arrive early for security measures and stuff like that, but um, this is great. And then uh, following that up, you do have a bunch of other dates. So Cleveland, Ohio, following that up pretty quickly, October 3rd to the 6th, Albany, Buffalo, Pittsburgh, Rosemont, Milwaukee, Detroit, Hershey, Kansas City. So this is getting uh, pretty far out. But, um, yeah, there's quite a bit of dates there scheduled out to 2020 in April. With many more to come, I know a lot of people are wondering about um, you know, what's, what's going on with the West Coast or the middle of uh, the country. Well, it's coming. It just hasn't happened yet. They haven't scheduled those dates. Um, if you follow any of their other touring programs, you'll notice that they do hit all of these areas. Um, and they are going international. I don't know where yet, but they will be hitting the international market. So stay tuned. For that, so that is Jurassic World Live Tour. There's going to be a lot of fun stuff on our channel. Like I said, a vlog. We've got more footage from the show. We have some more scenes for you guys, so stay tuned for that. And, uh, yeah, keep keep tuned to our channel and go see this thing. And we also do have a full spoiler podcast coming sometime soon. We don't want to give it away too soon, but hopefully you guys can find some enjoyment in there. Um, but, yeah. Let's go over here to our next uh, little thing here. Oh, I am just in the wrong spot for this one. But uh, transitioning this one over. Hey, I'm in the way. But um, Running Universal is happening. I believe it's November 16th and 17th of this year. And you got to go ahead and use our promo code for this one. So this is uh, 10% off with our code JPPOD10. Get 10% off your you're running for 5Ks, 10Ks. Um, this does not include the 1Ks for the kids, um, but uh, and it does not include teen members or annual pass holders or anything like that. But um, yeah, it's it's a it's, it's going to be a great event where you get to run around Universal Studios Hollywood, November 17th to the uh, 16th to the 17th. And like I said, you got 5Ks, you got 10Ks, you got a combination of both of those, and then you have the 1K for kids. Um, But yeah, this is going to be fun. You get to run through the park itself. You get to run through the back lot area. They've already done a uh, Minions run, so go ahead and check that out. I don't know if they have. Let me actually check this out on the fly here. There was a – here's a map. Let's see if they've updated it yet. Nope, no map there yet. So that will be coming soon. So stay tuned for that, I guess. It's been a while and I, I have not seen a map there as of yet. So, um, yeah, but um, that's running Universal. So use our code JPPOD10 for 10% off. And like I said, it does not include the 1K, does not include pass member or uh, team members or, yeah, annual pass holders. So that's awesome. But <clears throat> why don't we go ahead? And, um, talk about the, the, the whole thing that went down. So I know Collider, um, did a video here and there you can see, uh, Nima and Nimes right there. Um, he was the one that kind of initiated this whole thing fan right there in the mix with this whole thing. So Collider, like I said, they did the whole screening, um, for Jurassic World and then they uh, showed battle at big rock. I think they showed it twice. I think there was like a mistake. They showed it twice for some reason before and after I believe. Um, and, and then they did this Q and a, and I, I, I've heard that everybody was a delight to hear from. And then people got to ask some questions and, uh, I think you guys might be able to hear this. So why don't we go ahead and just kind of go ahead Oh, I don't know if yeah, is it coming through? No, I don't think it's coming through. Um, but yeah, whatever. You get you get the the hidden there. There's the video. He asked about the characters coming through. Um, and then they they kind of like wandered about for a little bit like, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to we'll try to maybe it would be a dream to work with these people and blah blah blah, and then they're just like, "All right. Let's just let's just stop beating around the bush." Here's Laura. There she is. She comes out and she's waving to everybody. Um, That must have been just an absolute joy to have her um, showing up like that out of nowhere. So, so cool. And then, you know, getting some photo ops and stuff like that. People got to talk with her or Colin talked with her for a little bit. Um, And she basically was like, you know, I'm here in this movie. Colin's like, she's in the movie but also, do you mind if I bring along some friends? Which was really cool to hear. So she's like, you know, Sam Neill, Jeff Goldblum. You get to see the audience there. That's pretty cool. Let's, let's, let's see if we can uh, hold it right there. So, so, many, so many great fans in there. That's awesome. Awesome to see. This was truly like a fan experience. Actually, I want, can I pause this? Can we see anybody that we know? Hmm. I don't know. I don't see anybody. Oh, wait. Yeah, I think I see Steven. I think Steven's back there in the top left. Um, Stephen Ray Morris. Uh, let's see. We got Nima right there. Um, this is awesome. Sorry if I don't recognize you all. But, um, yeah, that's this is great. And, it, you know, there's probably more people than that. But um, great, great stuff. Such an awesome surprise. You know, to show up not expecting to see anything like that, and then, hey, guess what? Here's Laura Dern right there. Um, That's so awesome. So awesome. So what I want to do here is, I think that's about all I have for that. So, um, yeah, I'm just closing out these things. But um, I want to go ahead and uh, hear from from some of the people that were there. So let me try to bring up our first one. This is from Jennifer Durst. So let's go ahead and try to get this audio playing for you guys. Let me transition this over for you and let's go ahead and take a listen to her.
1: Hi guys, it's Jennifer Durst, AKA Jurassic Jen. I wanted to call in and let you know about the experience last night. I'll keep it to a minimum because I'll just keep going on and on because that's how exciting it was. But not only did we get to watch Battle at Big Rock on the big screen, and then we had an amazing Q&A, but we kept hearing about the surprise and how amazing it was going to be. And to be honest, like we always hear, not only for Jurassic things, but just in general like events, or like there's going to be a big surprise, and it's not really anything that big. But this was pretty huge, and usually I guess surprises, and this was just this just came out of nowhere, and it was like the best surprise that I think we could possibly ask for. But when Lord Durin came out and announced that she would be in Jurassic World Three, then she had mentioned that she wanted to bring Sam Neil on, and of course, we knew he was already on it. But I swear I was looking around to see if he was there because I out of every I mean I love Jeff Goldblum he's like my number one too but I needed to see Sam Neill in person I would have cried if I saw him I was looking around crazy thinking he was there but he wasn't but at least we'll see him in the next Jurassic World and I also heard Jeff Goldblum was supposed to be there I wasn't sure if that was rumored or not but I heard he was like performing and he didn't make it in time but he was supposed to be there as well not sure if it was true but that would have been awesome Um, but I just want to it was a great night and I just want to to acknowledge colin because i feel like he has this huge dedication to the fandom it really shows that he's a true friend himself because he just knows how to make us happy and he's just so kind and i feel like he's there for us and he's just awesome and it was an awesome night and like i said i probably have to end it here or i'll keep going and going and going but i'm curious to hear what other people thought it was also great seeing everyone who I follow on Twitter or on Instagram. And it's just a great energy to be in when we're all together, enjoying this movie that we love so much. So I'm looking forward to hearing the rest of everybody's experiences. Have a good day.
0: Ah, there we go. Sorry, I have my mic turned off. (laughs) Oh, all right, cool. Um, so, yeah, I, what I was saying was thank you uh, for calling in, Jen. That was Jen, uh, Jurassic Jen from Instagram and, and Twitter and everywhere else. You guys know her. She's all over the place. And she's always calling in uh, to our show with uh, instances like this, whether it's a, a fan meetup or or the 25th anniversary or something like that. So I really appreciate you calling in. And it must have been interesting to to sit there and see Laura Dern come out. Um, and then to, to wonder, like, you know, they start to speculate and start to, like, you know, hedge around the fact that other people are going to be in this movie, and then, yeah, I'm sure you guys are all looking to your left like, is Sam Neil going to walk out? Is, is Jeff Goldblum going to walk out? And that would have been amazing. That would have been absolutely incredible. Um, but I think you guys got something really, truly special and unique, and and that's awesome. Um, so, yeah, that's that's great. Thank you. Thank you, Jen. Um, let's go ahead and uh, listen to our next one here. This is from Taylor. I see Taylor is in here. I see Steven is in there as well. What's going on, guys? Um, we'll get to Steven in a, in a bit here, but uh, we have Taylor up next so uh let's take a listen to this one um there you go
2: hey guys taylor Bose here so colliders jw screening last night i don't even know where to begin i couldn't believe i won tickets in the first place i flew out tuesday morning from florida to lax and was nervous as hell the whole time that was my first trip to california i checked in at six and saw so many familiar faces steven came out and he was awesome and said that the night was going to be fun so i'm um, kind of pretty sure that he knew Laura was coming. Uh, we ended up watching Battle of Big Rock twice, the first time by accident, but then Colin came out the second time and said, play it again. It was awesome to see Colin, M. Michael and Amy Doherty in the flesh. The Q&A had some great behind-the-curtain behind the tidbits, uh, but the shocker of the night was definitely Laura During coming out and surprising all of us, and by coming up on stage and giving the big announcement that everyone was coming back for JW3. The original cast has always been Definitely on my mind. Overall, this this was my biggest dream come true. Uh, Colin even signed my uh, Blu-ray cover, which was awesome. It was an amazing experience. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.
0: All right, so Taylor, that's awesome. I, you know, I I don't even know if I would have thought to like bring something uh, to sign. That's that's great that you uh, figured out to bring that. And I, you know, what I love about a lot of these these fan events that they've been doing. Is the fact that the uh, the hosts and the people involved, the celebrities, um, are are so open to have pictures and to take some time with the audience um, that is really cool. And especially like seeing everybody's pictures with Emily and Colin and and Amy, like it's so cool that people got to see these people. And I know you said like in the flesh, um, you see these people all the time, and to actually get to see any of them is really really cool. Um, and and to be honest, I know uh, Jen talked about it in the last one. The fact that you have people from the community that you you don't you don't always get to meet up with these people. You see them pretty much every day online, but um, to see them in the flesh and to interact with these people must be so awesome. Or it is awesome because I've I've done it myself and I've experienced it myself. So <laughs> it is pretty awesome. But um, you got to see Battle of Big Rock twice. Um, that's that's awesome. It kind of reminded me of. Um, you know, Star Wars celebration when uh, the Emperor walked out and he's like, roll it again. Um, so, I don't know if you used that voice, Colin, but uh, <laughs> probably not. So, let's go ahead. Oh, yeah, so Stephen uh, Steven says, Colin, Emily, Amy, talk to everybody. They were so gracious and kind. Yeah, that's, that's great. That is really great to hear that um, they're so personal, you know, personable, I guess. Um, and somebody like, Amy, maybe this is new for her. You know, I don't know what her level of fandom is per se because, look, I mean, Colin and Emily, they have their fans already, Uh, or Colin for sure, and Emily, surely, Um, and she's a newcomer, and Amy, I think she's, you know... She's going to experience a lot of this and maybe she'll stick around for other, you know, things that we were talking about before, whether it's short films or or anthology series or TV shows, whatever it may be. So that'll be awesome to see uh, her stick around and kind of, you know, be part of this family. And uh, that's awesome. But yeah, let's go ahead. Oh, I almost just choked on nothing. Uh, (laughs) Let's go ahead and listen to uh, Robert. So this is Robert. What's up, Robert?
3: Hello, my name is Robert or Grim on Twitter as requested. And this is the call about the culinary uh, screen of Jurassic World with the Q&A of uh, Colin Trevorrow. Just wanted to say that uh, I had an amazing time. It was super fun uh, and the fun started almost immediately as soon as I showed up uh, to wait. Ended up having a small clicker fun. some of the but our fellows had a small clicker fight between two Owen cosplayers. That was fun. <laughs> Masters of the clickers. Kind of funny with the little scheduling error, but it was all in good fun. So, no problem. was stoked uh, during the Q&A when they confirmed that the, the original three are coming back for Jurassic World 3. That's so awful. Overall, yeah, I had an amazing time at the event. And it was super fun. Great to be around so many uh, fellow JP fans.
0: Well, there you go. And we're back with the mic. <laughs> Thanks, thank you, Robert. That's uh, that's great. Um, and the JP fans thing, like that, is continually hitting here. Uh, it's just so awesome. Every time. I was literally, you know, I talk about it a lot, but I was just down in Florida with several JP fans and going back to, like, Jennifer's wedding, Jennifer Tarek's wedding, Jennifer Evans now, um, like, JP fans there. It's just every time you can get together with these people, it's it's awesome. Um, Now, Robert mentioned the cosplay fight with the clickers, like, the Owen clickers. I know it's always awkward when, like, you know, you show up somewhere, whether it's a party, like a Halloween party or or an event like this with the same costume, and you're just like sitting there, you're like eyeing each other down, like who has the better cosplay, who's got the better costume, attire, and everything, and I could see the <laughs> a clicker fight being pretty pretty funny, pretty comical, um, but yeah, that must have been awesome, dude, so I'm glad you had that experience, but um, let's go ahead, so those are our first three, and Steven, I know you are there in the chat, Uh, So let's go ahead and listen to Mr. Stephen Ray Morris.
4: Hey, Brad and the whole Jurassic Park podcast uh, gang. I just got back from the Collider, Jurassic World Battle at Big Rock screening, Q&A with Colin, Emily, and Amy, and the wild announcement with Laura Dern coming out to say that her and Grant... Sam Neill and Jeff Goldblum are coming back for Jurassic World 3 and that Laura Dern said herself and Colin confirmed that it is a sizable role. It's not a cameo. Uh, It's it's no idea that this night of like this casual thing just see back. I mean, it was, seeing Battle of Big Rock on the big screen is amazing. And I think we should all do our part to really petition to get this thing shown in theaters any way we can. So I don't want to sell that moment short because truly, and we got to see it twice on the big screen and that was awesome. And getting to hear from Emily and Amy was really great about the score and all that stuff. But I mean, I mean, just totally unexpected. I mean, that was so much fun And it was so special to be part of that. And I'm so glad just already looking online, seeing everyone's reactions. Like, I'm glad we all get to share this moment together. So I just wanted to call in and and leave a little thought. So, oh, yeah, this is Steven from uh, C-Dress. Right. So anyway, I'll see you all on the other side. Ah, Life found a way. (laughs)
0: Life found a way, man. Life really did find a way. Um, I I like that you were kind of, you know, you got a little stumbled on, like, the grant and Sam, like, calling one th- and the other. I do that constantly, and it, <laughs> I, I, like, literally can't get it right sometimes. I'm just, like, calling people by their character names and, and whatnot. But, um, yeah, man, uh, major roles, dude. And I I am so – like I said before, I don't know if you were in here before, but I'm just so interested to see how, how are there major roles in a movie where we've got – a storyline already in place. Like we have to finish out whatever this story is. Did I, did I, I just got to double check real quick. If I turn my mic on, um, if I'm still talking, okay, good. I did. (laughs) Um, but yeah, no, I, I'm just like, I I don't know how they're going to get around. Like, you know, we have this already established story. We have to. I don't know if they, they have to wrap up or anything like that. I don't know if they're going to continue the thread of, of you know, Claire and Owen and Maisie um, past Jurassic World 3. I don't know. I don't know. But, um, I, I mean, I guess there's a, a possibility that they could continue it. Maybe it just becomes Maisie's story or something like that. But, whether they have to wrap it up or not, they have a lot of questions to answer and a lot of stuff to like to discuss revolving just the 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 new sequel trilogy. Also, you have we haven't even talked about Doctor Henry Wu. I mean, come on, he's back. Like I think he even confirmed it pretty much in like a tweet the other day, or or Twitter or a tw- yeah tweet or Twitter the uh, tweet or Instagram the other day. Um, so yeah, I mean he's coming back. We have to answer a lot of that. Like what's going on? Like is he is he a, a true villain? Is he going to is he going to die here? Is how is he related to all these different threads? Um I think there's a lot to to uh figure out there and um I I I don't know how they're going to weave in major roles here. I just don't know how major <laughs> major roles are going to fit into the story unless it's, like, three hours long. It's got to be three hours long, right? I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea. But, um, Stephen, I also liked your um, comment about petitioning uh, to see this, to see Battle at Big Rock. Whoa, what is going on there? Um, In theaters. Why is that, like, so crooked? Sorry, I'm just talking to myself. Um, To see Battle at Big Rock in theaters because that was me, and uh, whoa, where did it go? Um, there we go. I was the one who said, not that I'm, I'm not saying this is me that did this, but I said I would love to see some kind of fan event in the near future where fans could have a chance to see Battle at Big Rock in theaters. Anyone up for it, Colin Trevorrow and at at uh, Emily Carmichael? Now I did this. I think this was like the day after. Yeah, I think this was the day after um, Battle at Big Rock aired. Well before. You know, we uh, got word that they were going to do a collider thing. And I'm like, okay, it's happening. It's happening. So, yeah, that was oh, like, two, like two days, I guess. September 17th, they uh, – or one day. They said it, uh the next day. So, guys, you can thank me <laughs> for this happening. No, I'm kidding. I'm just joking. But, um, yeah, I am definitely – whoa, what am I doing here? Apparently I'm scr- zooming in on everything. Um, but I am definitely in the camp that we need to see this thing um, in theaters. We need to, to to experience it in, like, great surround sound systems and uh, see it on the big screen, to see the high detail. So far, we've got YouTube, and that's great, but, like, it's not the best. And I think everybody needs to see it in the, the highest possible quality out there. So... Yes, like hit them up. Hit them up for more fan events, more, more Q&A screenings, something else, you know. Hey, do do one over here in New York. I'll go there and, you know, bring Sam Neill. And then do some in London or something and bring – or maybe bring Jeff Goldblum to New York. And then in London, you're going to have Sam Neill out there. I don't know. I don't know what's easier. <laughs> I have no idea. But do something like that. I think – People would uh, go crazy for that if you did multiple of these events um, and just have fun with it. And I think we really do need to, like, see this. And I think um, maybe when Jurassic World 3 comes around, maybe they'll they'll show it there as a warm-up. It's possible. Um, so, Steven, thank you. Um, let's go ahead. I don't know if you said anything over here. Um, yeah, you said... Um, You wonder if Sattler and Grant's involvement in helping Claire, Owen, and Maisie in some way. uh, They are key to assisting our new heroes. Um, And Malcolm is still the mouthpiece. Uh, Interesting. I I don't know. I mean, yeah, what could they... How could they help um, Claire and Owen and Maisie? Like, they don't have anybody else to run to, but, like maybe there's maybe there's been some sort of communication over the years that we don't know about between um Claire and Ellie and Grant um maybe even during the the DPG days that's that's you know a big potential there that she reached out to them for support and and help but maybe they said no but you know if they said maybe you know for anything else we would help you out but not this um yeah so Okay, uh, I'm reading something that uh, that was going to a different place. Um, sorry, <laughs> got, got distracted there, Steven, Sorry about that. Um, but yeah, so I don't know, man. I don't know, but let's let's move on here to the next one. Uh, this is our last one. This one comes from Nima, and uh, you know him as the 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 poster the yeah the poster guy. Um, uh, let's see here. Where is it? There it is. Play that one.
5: Hi, um, this is Nima Nimes Nakhshab, um, the movie poster guy. Um, I had a great experience. Um, I think my the the highlight of the experience for me was when um, I got chosen to ask a question, and I uh, I had asked. Um, Will we see any new, I mean, will we see any old characters from the older films in Jurassic World 3? And uh they hesitated just a little bit, and then they brought out Laura Dern and announced that Laura Dern, Samuel, and Jeff Goldblum would be back in the third film in major roles. Um So that truly did answer my question in the best way possible. And I'm so grateful that I was there and I got to ask that question, and it was it was the best experience. So thank you to Collider and uh, Colin Trevorrow for all of that.
0: All right, so there is the movie poster guy Nima. Um, thank you, dude. It's it's great to hear from you. I think that's maybe like the first time you've called in. Um, that's awesome. You guys know who he is. He's, he's the, he's the one that's creating all the like incredible posters and stuff like that um, for Jurassic and toys and all kinds of other stuff. Um, even had that like uh, poster that was actually used in the marketing uh, for Fallen Kingdom. And I can't, I like, can't imagine. I know you said like it was not planned. It was not like a stunt or anything like that. Um, and I was reading some of your tweets and stuff like, that's crazy. now I wonder because like Colin was like really flustered looking when you watch back on the um, the video actually let me see if I do I still have that up? Uh, no let me um let me try to find that for you guys again. Um, but yeah, I know he was like very, very flustered looking. Um, so I don't know if like maybe it wasn't his time yet to reveal that information or, or what whatever it may be. But, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry, I'm just looking at the footage itself. Um, but yeah, I, I wonder, I wondered that because maybe he wasn't ready yet. And then he's just like, kind of, uh, you know, I'd love to work with these people. Any chance I get blah, 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 whatever, whatever I'm, I'm wasting time to, uh, get her on the stage because we're not ready for this just yet, but I just love like, look at him. He's like, I don't. He's honored. Looks flustered. I love Emily though here because Emily is just like, look at it. She's like, trying to contain herself because she knows what's coming, and she's holding it all in. She's smile. She's holding that smiling because she wants to crack up and laugh and just smile like with complete joy that Laura Dern is right behind the scenes. And Colin's struggling. He's like, I got to come up with some more stuff. She's not ready yet. She's still not ready. And somebody's probably like in the background like, all right, come on. Like, oh, she's here now. Look, come out. Can you come out now? <laughs> there she is. But, yeah, that's um, that's awesome that uh, you had the chance to do that. That was like you. Like how, how often can you say that like you essentially prompted uh, the discussion for the return of the big three. Like you are essentially in the history books now for, for Jurassic. And that's really cool, man. That is so cool. You know, you'll, you'll always remember that moment when you ask the question unprompted. And maybe, you know, maybe it came down to the fact that we know somebody's going to answer that or ask that question. We know Will you give that mic to somebody in the audience or whatever? I don't know if you had a mic or not, but if we let them a- ask questions, they're going to ask, where's the big three? And if not, you know, they'll prompt it somehow, but I-, I like that you were the one to do that. That's really awesome that a fan got to do that. I hope that that was their plan or their intention, um, and congratulations, man. That's-, that's really, really cool, so... Man, 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 that's really cool. So thank you. Thank you for calling in. Uh, that was all our voicemails there, but um, just real quick, if you guys have anything else uh, you want to say in the chat, go ahead. I'll try to scroll through again really quick to see what's going on, but um, that's all I got for you guys tonight. I know that's all, That's all. but that was an hour and 12 minutes so far uh, of content. So yeah, I've been talking nonstop and I haven't even taken a sip of water. I got my coffee still. And I got a lot of editing to do after this as well. So the, uh, the, the work never ends. But yeah, so Taylor says, uh, we heard from Taylor before, he says, after JP3, I can't see Grant wanting to save any of the animals. Yeah, I, I don't think so either. I don't, I don't think so either. Um, I mean, we, we, we know about Ian Malcolm. He didn't want to save him. He just wanted to let nature take its course, um, and I, gu- I guess Grant would be in that same same area unless uh, unless like Ellie felt differently because I I feel like she wouldn't she, she I don't you know despite her struggles in the park and everything I don't feel like she would be as harsh of a critic on these dinosaurs maybe because she only experienced it once and maybe I don't know maybe she's got to find this for them in a way that Grant doesn't and maybe. You know, over the years, they had conversations about this, and maybe maybe they're on the side of saving them. But then again, wouldn't they have been involved with the DPG and stuff like that? You'd think, right? It, maybe it's just a convenience that they weren't or something. But, yeah, I mean, I, I, I can't see it in my mind, them wanting to be a part of saving any dinosaurs. But... Um, yeah, Ryson, Ryson. here asks about uh, a Jurassic World live action TV series. We were going to talk about that. I had that on the list today, um, but with all this news, I couldn't really fit it in. So we'll we'll try to add that to the list for next time. Um, and Taylor repeats here: unless blue is the key to changing his mind, um, I uh, I wonder. I mean, I think we talked about that a little bit before. Like, how receptive is he going to be to blue and? and training Raptors and stuff, and I think maybe he'll be a little bit more receptive than we expect, maybe. I don't know. Um, I'm interested. I'm interested to, to find out what he thinks, because you could see him absolutely hating it. You could see him him and Owen butting heads, like, fiercely. But I, I almost could see them kind of, you know, connecting on a level. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, and toy news, I mean, we've been talking toys for a while, um, in in other live streams and stuff. There's not really anything big outside of the fact that the Brachiosaurus is coming, um, what is that, next week, uh, I believe. Let me just bring out my, uh, calendar here. Yeah, it should be next, Sunday, the 6th, I think, um, yeah, I think it's the 6th. Steven, I think you know may, might know as well. but um, Yeah, so stay tuned for the Brachiosaurus. There's a street date on that thing, so it might be on the shelves right now, but uh, you won't be able to take it home just yet. Um, and uh, Anthony uh, Butera here says, What John Hammond and InGen did at Jurassic Park is create genetically engineered theme park monsters. Nothing more and nothing less. Alan Grant. Yep. I think that's a perfect way to end. He's not going to like him. He's not going to like him. So, yeah. Guys, it's been a blast talking about uh, the big news here. The big three returning to the Jurassic World series. Alan Grant, Ian Malcolm, Ellie Sattler, Ellie Degler. I don't know what is she called these days. Um... But, man, I appreciate you all calling in uh, to our show this week. And uh, maybe we'll try to do this a little bit more often. If you guys do want to call in in the future, our phone number is 732-825-7763. You can give us a call and leave a voicemail. Uh, you don't have to talk to me. I'm not going to pick it up. Um, but uh, go ahead and leave us a voicemail. We also do these. Uh, usually This the main focus of the voicemails is for the Jurassic Mailbag, which, guys, get your calls in because we're recording tomorrow. We're doing it. We're hitting hitting the mailbag. We're opening it back up again. So call. Um, we're going to be recording again. We've got new episodes coming. We've kind of been on hiatus despite releasing three to four episodes or the, over the past month. But we've been on hiatus from the main episodes, and we're going to have main episodes coming back very soon so starting next um, but yeah if you guys want to go ahead and give us a, uh, a like uh, subscribe over here on YouTube comment all, all over the place I know you guys have been going crazy in the chats on the side but go ahead and comment in the uh, comment section below share this around. Um, and also follow us over on Twitter at Jurassic Park pod. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Just search for the Jurassic Park podcast and join our Facebook group. You can search for the Jurassic Park podcast, Facebook group, and, uh, answer the two questions, two very simple questions. We have a lot of fun conversations in there. If you don't answer those converse those, those questions, we're denying people. I'm sorry, but we get a lot of like Weird requests and stuff, so we want to keep it strictly to the fan base of the podcast. Um, so yeah, it's very simple. If you don't answer them, go ahead and go back. Answer them. If I decline, you can do it. Do it over. It's no big deal. Um, but yeah, I think. Uh, oh, and go to JurassicParkPodcast.com. We've got all kinds of stuff. We sh- we fo- featured it here for a few minutes. Um, but yeah, a lot of articles, a lot of uh, podcast episodes, and also the podcast. I mean. Hey, that's our our main bread and butter here. So go to iTunes, which is Apple Podcasts now. You got that. Google Podcasts. You got Spotify. um, And we do feature them here on YouTube as well. So thank you guys so much for watching this video. And I'm going to head out of here. I hope you all enjoy.
3: what you're doing and leave now.